Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to episode five of the second season of the Rebuild series. And um, today I want to take the conversation into discussing the pressures of being a design student. I know right now it's kind of everything's up in the air with loads of people still in, um, in, their, in their year outs, uh, still in practice. Um, and even if you didn't get the chance to go and practice, you're probably studying right now. Um, at, at like all levels, even if you've just started architecture school in first year. Um, I want to kind of start the podcast uh, this week, just discussing kind of like the week in reflection. And like what this week's been all about and kind of how it relates to the title of this week being pressures of being a design student. And especially how last week in the past kind of two weeks have all been a build up um well for me like working towards this interim review that i had yesterday and it's kind of crazy because it seems like this everything builds up to this moment and then you present your work and all the stresses that you had all the pressure that you kind of put on yourself throughout the past week two weeks um of producing um high quality work in order to like show the show your tutors show the guests reviewers that come to discuss and give feedback to you and even like your, your your peers in studio as well. I feel like there's a lot of internal stress and um, although we kind of get that impression from our tutors every week about what we need to do, um, are we on track, or how's the project developing, etc. You know, it's that internal kind of push that I think it's more and it kind of overdrives that um, the initial stress. So... I don't know, it's just crazy how like the past week has been such a big push to get all this work done for the review. And then you're like, oh, is it gonna go well? Is it not gonna go well? What are they gonna say? What are they gonna ask me to do for next week? Do I have to change lots of things or... And then you have the review and then just like, no, it, it goes like pretty good. Like you get the feedback and you're like, oh man, like all that worrying, all that stress that I was doing this past two weeks was actually for nothing. Yet saying that, and I guess it happens to everyone and it happens like every time you have a review or you work towards a review after the after the um, the tutorial and the feedback that you get you're kind of like did I really need to put that stress on myself but then you're also like if I didn't put that stress on myself would I have been able to produce the work so I don't know I think it's that kind of give and take really but I mean ultimately I'm a, uh, I think it's it's wrong for us to put all that pressure on ourselves and all that stress, the anxiety that comes along with it. But I think that without it, and if we just kind of laid back, then not that nothing would get done, but I don't think anything to the certain standard of like the quality of work produced, that wouldn't be done. So I don't know. I think it's kind of a, a tricky conversation to, to have later on. Um, because I think there's a lot of things in architecture school that should change. There's a lot of things that can change and adjust and modify to kind of meet the needs of the students right now. And especially this new cohort of designers that are starting. But I don't know. I think it's just going to take a large group of voices. Not even It doesn't have to be one group. It doesn't have to be one body or one platform. It has to be a collective movement in a way. Um, and I think we're slowly transitioning through this period where we already have like tutors right now telling us oh when we were studying architecture school you have no idea how our tutors would speak to us how they would act towards us how they would talk about our work with us um, and how we even had to go about creating the drawings and how everything's kind of moved on from that time um, so there is development in some aspects but I think the well-being health and um, 
yeah, just that just that aspect of, of care, really, um, needs to push through more. But I, I do see the changes. I do see how we're kind of moving out of this phase of this toxic culture within the architecture community. Um, I'm yet to experience it in practice yet. However, I have heard that um, even in practice, there's this like great mindset of um, professionals that are like, you know, we come to work, we work. When we leave work, we don't take work with us. And even the, the directors and the associates at the practice are even pushing that for all the staff as well. That, you know, when you come to work, we work. However, when it finishes, when you go home, that's it. You don't, you don't take work home with you. And I think that's great. And I think that kind of... But it's really hard because I was about to say I think that needs to be pushed into university. But I don't know if it can. Like... Can you really, like, even if you're in for a couple of days, you have, like, the rest of the week that you're working on your projects and then there's that internal push of, oh, I've got to be better than this person, got to be better than that person, or, you know, I have high expectations of myself. So, I, I kind of just wanted that to be an introduction, but I guess it kind of leads to the first point of the podcast as well about, like, pressures of being an architecture student and, like, the course itself is such a, I don't know, I think it's a... I personally think it's a wonderful course. I think it's a wonderful industry to go into. And yeah, there is a bias in that. Like, there's an obvious bias in that. Otherwise, why would I have, like, applied to study my master's? But it's that, it's just such an enriching program. The mix between the science and the art and how much kind of freedom yet restrictions. Restrictions in the terms of, you know, you have to produce something that can be built and you have to understand all the technology and all the environmental strategies along the way. And obviously, as through the years, your development as a designer improves as well, which is fantastic. And it kind of moves into the point about expectations, expectations from the tutors, expectations from those who have studied before us and expectations of what you are um, required to produce in a way. And then that leads into self-expectations of, oh, can I do that? How am I going to do this? You know, why am I doing this? But we won't speak about the why um, for now because it kind of leads into next week's episode. But in the same way, it also leads to like the final point um, in this topic about like life through studying the course. And something that kind of helped me like early on in second year is when like you kind of change your perspective from being like you have to do something to like using the using university and using all of the um all of the modules and all the projects you work on as like practice and like knowing that you can just do like kind of i don't know just not feel restricted or feel like you're um in this box where the decisions you make are only predicated on what your tutors tell you to do and i think that's like a really important thing for all of the current students and upcoming cohort of like designers that like university is kind of like the the practice field especially in architecture school so you should definitely be treating this way because you'll be i think through doing that myself i found how like stunning it was that the outcomes of the projects when you don't feel tied or when you don't feel like when you're when you're only working towards the mark or the grades but you're actually working to create an amazing resoluted project at the end of all of it leading on to like bigger targets and the profession through the work you produce i think that that kind of leads to other pressures that you can have and how you want to or like to start with like what profession you want to go into after studying architecture and what sort of impact you want to have we've already spoken about i've already spoken about in like the previous podcast episodes of how architecture students go on to do either something within the creative industry or something completely unrelated whether it be through business or marketing etc 
I think it just gives you that variety, especially all the tools and the skills that you build along this minimum three-year course. Um, that can really open up everything for you and it can let you have like such a flexible career and go into a profession that you feel comfortable in and you enjoy and that you don't feel that after all these three years then you have to do your year out in practice or that you have to continue through the architecture route and that creates a that, can, that creates a sense of relief and comfort in a, in a way like a safety zone that you're not tied to um, continue within the profession just because you started studying or that even if you did gain your degree and through that I think you know through, the prof through setting bigger targets for professional aspects that also leads into your personal life and the personal targets that you have so I think um, I don't know I think it might be naive of me to say that biggest pressures are kind of within like the top um, challenging subjects at university level or at any level but i think it's just the character and and the building up of who you are as a person along the way also changes in a good way i should hope but you know i think that's something that personally you have to kind of find your balance or if you want to balance or what that looks like for you the work that you do at university or the work that you do in practice can and probably most likely will have an impact on your personal life so it's really about having that self-awareness and that that kind of acceptance of yourself that no matter how things go within the professional world you need to take care of yourself personally and make sure that's the number one priority and i think like the final topic um that i wanted to discuss on this week's episode was like how situations could change to reduce the pressures or change the types of pressures on design students in the future pushing this like this focus onto self-growth instead of the narrative that all design students need to come up with solutions to the world problems um, as it will kind of lead to insanity in a way um, and like putting the pressure back on the students to do what they enjoy and to go into fields that they want to and not what they believe they're forced to do this is something that I think uh, I don't know I think this, this is extremely unspoken about um, it's very underrated and I think at times people are kind of ashamed to bring it up uh, you know it's something that I said like uh, like a minute ago or two minutes ago about studying architecture and that you don't have to become an architect we need to kind of have these conversations within our studio spaces and maybe even integrate them within the modules you know that studying architecture can lead you to a whole array of professions why are we only bound to understand this through a building or a constructive point of view construction point of view sorry this is yeah it's just i think about this quite a lot actually especially through like the projects and our tutors tell you to what it's one of two things that either tell you to be too creative and go down that avenue for your project or they tell you to be more analytical and more pragmatic and this kind of interchange between the two the two mindsets also relates to so many other um, professions yet we're only bound to the buildings and the construction and i think personally that if we were well if for the new cohort for the next cohort if we were to open this discussion up if we were to incorporate a much more diverse and multidisciplinary approach as we've named architecture in the past architecture is a multidisciplinary profession but why are we still bound to the buildings why is it that we're still kind of tied to these this one element that kind of strings everything together we take in, in, inspiration and we take influence from so many different um departments of different industries yet yeah, we're only bound to create buildings 
don't know, man. I think I think that's a there's a big gap there, but more of a gap. I think it's a great opportunity. Um, I think it'll be great to either work with universities or to work with. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> who else could kind of push this narrative? I think it's going to be like a collective movement in a way that we push this um, this idea that we design more than buildings or the designers are not just bound to buildings and i think i think the second one i think that designers are not bound to buildings um would be more impactful and i think it would just create greater change for all areas for all aspects i'm just written down now like <laughs> topic five to discuss this week like tasks for the upcoming week and how it links to the next episode which is what are we designing for I didn't want to uh, linger on this too much uh, earlier in the podcast and I think I was mentioning like what we're actually designing for but I think it's such an important topic uh, I think next week's episode will be just more in depth and uh, like task for this week well I just had the interim review probably if you follow the Instagram you see that I just uploaded a post a couple, couple days ago on Friday uh, just showing all the amazing models that um, other students in the studio have produced and it's really exciting to see like where their projects are going and how we're all kind of in this in this bubble of just developing the final scheme right now so that's kind of interesting and quite fun so this week is um this week's more about like defining the drawings and defining and creating uh better resolution for the plans and the sections especially how after this week uh, it's going to be like two weeks off for easter break and that's that's a big chunk of time to to be away from the project and like having no contact with the tutors although we can email them but you know going into studio having that environment everyone having their workout going through it getting feedback and just that just that mentality of come on let's let's get this done <laughs> i think that's going to be missing for a couple of weeks but, but i think it should be good it should be great <laughs> so to kind of end the podcast for this week i think i'd say that there's a lot of pressure of being a design student especially right now and especially how there's so many different factors that we have to consider through our designs um, and why we design which leads to next week's what are we designing for but there's a great opportunity and i think if we take a take a step back and understand the reasoning for why we want to um, be designers in the first place and we kind of have that mentality at the forefront of every decision we make or every time we go like oh i don't i don't really want to be working on these drawings i don't really want to be doing this research i don't want to you know all the times that those thoughts come into our minds i think then we realize that you know that's why we're committed is to is to work to create the solutions that aren't out there right now <laughs> yeah thanks so much for listening i'll catch you next week <laughs>